Welcome to the top three podcasts for entrepreneurs, your place to get the very best tips, tricks, and tactics from today's most successful entrepreneurs. Here's your host, Stephanie Burns. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the top three podcasts for entrepreneurs. I'm Stephanie Burns, founder of Chic CEO, and today I have with me Lorraine Dollinger. And Lorraine is the co-founder and president of From the Lab, a revolutionary beauty company giving women exclusive access to high-end beauty products at an affordable price. Inspired by her own passion for makeup and skincare and savvy about the science behind it, Lorraine wanted to help women determine what works, what doesn't, and how it should how much it should cost. And today we're going to talk about the top three tips for starting a subscription service. Lorraine, thank you so much for joining us. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Great. So can you give us a little bit of background? I gave you the bio, but give a little bit of background on you and your career and your journey leading up to creating From the Lab. And then tell us a little bit about what From the Lab is. Sure. My background has always been branding and uh, creative direction. So I got my start with the launch of Home and Garden Television. And then I moved from there to a branding company in Los Angeles, uh, where I started their animation and print division. And then from there, I moved to my own company, which was called Lunchbox. Um, we were a ad agency building shoppers to um, buyers. Uh, so I've always been in the creative space, and I got my business head from my agency, where I had to learn the business of creative, uh, moving from creative direction to business owner. Mm-hmm. So it's been an interesting path. And from my experience at Lunchbox, I had bumped into my, my partner, Steve Dwarman, um, who had always been in direct response and launched some beauty and perfume lines. And we always knocked about some ideas. And he had a really great idea about 12 years ago to start a platform similar to what From the Lab has evolved to where you can get a luxury product to women at an affordable price. Um, So that's been my journey to get to where we are today. And so tell us a little bit about From the Lab. So the inspiration from the lab uh, is about getting luxury beauty innovations into the hands of women and affordable and before anybody else hits the U.S. market. Um, We view luxury as an experience rather than a price point for us Mm -hmm. and our customers. We want them to play and explore in the luxury space without overspending. Um, To start the company, we had to build an infrastructure of labs across the world that create these innovations for us um, and set up our infrastructure both from commerce and uh, um, production and logistics in order to even offer this service to women. So we had about two years development before we even consumer faced. Wow. And you decided to use the subscription model as your business. We did. We did. For us, uh, we produce a new product every month, which is pretty crazy. Um, And we needed to be able to uh, forecast the numbers that we needed uh, to service our new customers. So it's kind of a hand-to-mouth each month, um, upping our numbers in production to accept more members into the business. Right. And so today we're going to be talking about the top three tips to building a subscription yes. service. But before we do that, um, we, we got a little bit of bio about your career and your uh, your business world. Tell us a surprising secret about you so that we can get to know you a little bit more on a personal level. Sure. Um, I always wanted to be a jazz singer. 
Wow, me too. You did? <laughs> I did, an opera singer, and, and I loved jazz as well. My degree's in, in vocal music, so yeah. Awesome. Oh. Very cool. Yes, always did, and I'm really good in the shower, and I don't take it out of there. But uh, <laughs> my secret wish would be to stand up on a stage and do that. Oh, wow, I yes. love that. Oh, that that warms my heart. I love that. <laughs> so tell us a success quote about you, something that drives your business every day, drives you as a person every day. Um, genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. That's a Thomas Edison quote, and I live by it every day. Um, you know, you have a great idea, but if you can't execute on it, it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. So. And do you see that a lot? I do, yes. In in my past experience as a creative director, you can talk all you want, but you've got to be able to execute and hit business goals. And in our business as well, with launching a product every month, you've got to be able to to produce. Right. You know, we're offering something new every month. We better deliver, um, and it takes a big team to do that. Exactly, and taking action is is pretty hard. And I hear this all the time that you know we've all had the same great idea at one point but it's who executes on it fastest it's who exactly actually does something so you know execute and evolve mm -hmm. you know you've got to be able to evolve with uh, what your customers may want or surprises <laughs> things that were unexpected yeah so yeah very important. that's a great that's a great quote I love that so let's dig into your top three tips now your first tip is build building your team is everything so tell me what you mean by that it is everything. No matter how great you are at what you do as a leader, you can't do everything. So for me, being very deliberate about building a core team, looking for people who are experts, you know, top of class in their field, whose skill sets complement your own, will help you drive your business. And also their core value sets being similar certainly helps. Um, for us, when we release a new product every month, we've got to be nimble and adapt and you know, fly by the seat of our pants, and you have to have a team that will move and respond fast with you. So we personally can't be dependent on a third party who doesn't have the same sense of urgency or commitment to our customer. Mm. So for us, that was key in being able to execute on this model. Yeah, I'm sure. And how big is your team? Our team, our core team right now is about 12. Okay. Yeah. It's a good number. It is. They're wonderful. <laughs> of course they are. They are. I know. I, I love my team so much, and I'm so thankful for them every day. Yes. <laughs> that they work on, on, my, on, you know, this tiny idea that I had at one point. So I'm sure that's very fulfilling for you. It is. So the second tip you have is sometimes it's more important to hear the unhappy customer than the happy one. Absolutely. You know, hearing from a happy customer is always wonderful, but you get the most valuable information from your unhappy customers. So if you really listen to them when they're dissatisfied about your product or your service and you engage with them, you can open up dialogues that really help you improve your business is what I found for me. So for me, they're like partners and our willingness to listen as a company and myself personally and act on feedback um, lets them know of our intentions. But I will say with that, make sure you stay on point with your mission because you are the expert in the field. You don't want to bend your model to feedback. You know, you've got to take it um, and, and sink it in correctly. Right. 
And can you give us an example of a time when you, when this really resonated with you or, or helped your team in some way? Yeah, let me think. Um, Well, we had, uh, most recently, we had a customer that was dissatisfied with a collection we had put together um, because she had ordered one of the products from the store. And from that, um, from talking with her, and she was great because she gave me the opportunity to have dialogue with her. Um, we realized that we needed to evolve our boxes, our special edition boxes, to always have something new in them, regardless of the value and um the excitement of what's in the box, there always needed to be something new to service somebody that on the off chance had ordered something already. So that was pretty insightful and we wouldn't have come upon that as quickly as we had if she hadn't have reached out. Right. Very so, nice. Yeah. That's cool. So the third tip you have is sometimes, wait, no, I'm sorry. The second, yeah, the third tip you have is believe in your model. You have to believe in what you're doing. You know, you have to do your research before mm -hmm. and know your market and offer a service that no one else offers. Or if you do, make sure you're doing it better. Mm -hmm. um, but if you don't love your product or your model, it's going to be hard to live with it long enough to succeed because, as you know, it's a lot of work. You need to be passionate and relentless. And you're going to experience setbacks and failures and surprises. And if you don't have that belief fundamentally, I think you could easily get discouraged or overwhelmed. Right. And how did you come about? Um, I mean, there's tons of different models that we can all use. And do mm -hmm. you have any advice on picking what the best model for your particular product or service would be? Oh, it depends on the product or service. Um, I can speak to why we decided to go the commerce level for at the e-commerce level for us was existing in retail. We would never have been able to offer the price that we offer. So the solution for us was a, a subscription e-commerce channel um, just for the savings of the offering. Our model is was always about getting innovation and luxury formulas usually reserved for the elite beauty customer to every woman. So we actually couldn't exist unless we were in this space. So I would definitely, you know, assess what your goal is um, and for us, it was a financial decision to exist in this space. Um, but you've got to figure out what works for you. Right. I totally agree. Mm -hmm. um, so we always ask our, um, our guests to give us a book recommendation, something that they think would be uh, insightful for our entrepreneurs or really had an impact on you. What book would you recommend to our our consumer or our, excuse me, our community. <laughs> <laughs> that was a tough one to decide on actually. And I went with a whole new mind by Daniel Pink, mm -hmm. um, which I read a few years ago. And after thinking about it, I'm going to reread it after this call. Um, cause it was such a great book to read. Um, and Pink believes the future belongs to the artists and the creators. Mm -hmm. Um, and that we're coming out of an information age where left brain thinking ruled, um, and then we're going forward into an age where we're more reliant on right brain thinking and achieving personal fulfillment and professional success. And he had a great quote where it's the new, the MFA is the new MBA. Oh, um, wow. And how striking that balance 
on a creative level is really important. He also goes to say that finding the balance between left brain and right brain is the ultimate goal. So for me, it really resonated because I do stride those two sides, though I came from creative. I'm, you know, I've always been very left brain logistical. Um, So it really spoke to me and helped me kind of assess my balance on how I approach things because I definitely lean towards the creative problem solving um, and I do have an MFA versus an MBA. So do you? Yeah, I do. Wow. I do. And what's your MFA in? Uh, design, graphic design. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that's great. And I can, I can definitely uh, see that. I mean, my undergrad is in um, fine arts as well, ah. vocal music. Um, so it's very uh, interesting to to run a business and be very business. I have an MBA as well. So mm-hmm. having those two. Uh, parts of my brain converge at one spot is um, definitely interesting and challenging at the same time. <laughs> and I think you're seeing seeing that more of a character trait in, in leaders, especially women entrepreneurs. That's what I found. You're, you kind of find those... Uh, um, uh. Creatives. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I will, I will check out that book. I'm a huge reader and this might be one of the the most fun things about this podcast is I'm getting all sorts of new book recommendations. You get a lot of uh, R&D thrown your way. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm going to throw in there, I recently discovered The Skim. Have you read it yet? No. Or heard about it? No. It's such a great emerging resource, I think, for for me and for entrepreneurs without a lot of time. Um, But it helps you stay on current news and events without investing a lot of time. It's a daily newsletter, and it was created by women for women. I believe it was uh, Carly Zakin and Danielle Weisberg. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a wonderful read. You know, you get so busy, you just getting great um, chunks of content delivered your way um, to keep you current is priceless. Right. So, the skim, check <laughs> it out. Right. Will do. Will do. And that's with two M's, it looks like. Yeah, S K I M M. Very good. Very good. So, we always like to end our podcast with asking our guests to give our community a challenge, something that they can do today that will make an impact in their business or their life. So what Mm -hmm. is your challenge for our entrepreneurs today? My challenge is also my challenge personally. And um, I've always lived by the motto, when you learn, teach, and when you get, give. So I would challenge um, the audience to go out and help someone achieve their dream. You know, while you're pursuing yours, also help someone else. And it can be on a small level. You can visit Kickstarter for somebody that resonates with you on an idea and make a donation. Or you can find a project or a cause that uh, resonates with you and you can share your time or your energy or your skill sets. I still donate my design skills to charity and it's very fulfilling. Um, but that would be my challenge to, uh, to share it. I love yeah. that. Very good. Very good, and I, I look forward to uh, hearing what our community says about that and how they've, yeah. they've put into practice. And hear the results. That would be lovely. Yeah. Well, Lorraine, thank you so much for joining me today. It was really fun talking to you, and From the Lab is really, really cool. I hope everybody goes to the website and checks it out um, because it, it really is a, a beautiful concept and, and beautiful product. So thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, and, thank you for having me. Yeah, and, and we'll hope to have you on again. Absolutely. Have a great day. Okay, bye-bye. 
Thank you so much for joining me today on the Top 3 Podcast. If you're looking to start a business, come on over to chic-ceo.com to get all of the information you need to get moving. If you're looking to grow your existing business, you aren't quite ready for a business coach, but you know you need some higher level business strategy, the Chic Elite program is a perfect fit. So head on over to chic-ceo.com to check out all the resources and for the show notes to today's episode.